0: Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Uh, let's bring in Scott Radley, host of the Scott Radley Show. Going to talk about the uh, miracle on ice, as some are calling it, with uh, the big goalie swap. You know, if you're a goalie, as long as you have your stuff in your trunk, chances are... You may be needed somewhere, even if it's with the NHL. Let's bring in Scott Radley, host of the Scott Radley Show, sports columnist with your Hamilton Spectator. And, of course, you can listen to him here every weeknight on CHML. And a man I owe a big apology to, and you're going to hear me grovel on the air to him. Scott, how are you?
1: I am okay. How are you?
0: Scott, I owe you a massive apology, and I want to apologize on the air because I never see your pretty face around here, but I am terribly sorry. You have asked me so many times to be on your show, and for this or that or the other reason I haven't been able to. Finally, uh, you asked me to come on with uh, Bill Kelly, part of uh, National Radio Day. I said yes. Uh, I was en route to the auto show, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, I missed your call and did not see it on my phone until a half an hour later. Scott, I owe you big time. You do so much for this show, and I hang you out to dry time and time and time again, and uh, I really appreciate you even coming on today, to be totally
1: honest. It's a good thing I have an emergency backup guest just like the Yeah, whenever the when hurricanes
0: If you're He's booking Thompson, concerned. make sure you have an emergency guest on standby. He
1: got his equipment with him in the station. That's right. Yes, Thompson okay. has it's become
0: right. so unreliable now. We don't even when he says yes, we're not going to take it for granted. Anyway, Scott, I'm terribly sorry. No
1: worries, no
0: worries. And honestly, and and you know what, I was going to, if I had not been at dinner with my wife, I was going to call you right now, or right away, and demand that they put me on late just so I could apologize on the air, but then I'd be interrupting the latter part of your show, so.
1: Anyway, I feel
0: very bad about it. I even talked to our boss about it, just because I thought, you know, I might get fired over the whole thing and such.
1: Well, uh, unlikely, although, did you tell (laughs) me that I should get a raise as a result? I didn't say that.
0: No, I didn't tell I forgot. Okay, I'll get time. on
1: it because I think the last
0: time you asked me to ask him for a raise,
1: that's I'll right. Work through you, you're my conduit to a much bigger salary.
0: Oh my God, I'm a conduit to a lot of pain and aggravation on your show. Anyway, that's... enough of my groveling, and again, I do apologize. And uh, it's it, being on your show is not something I take lightly, and it was completely my fault.
1: I apologize. No worries. All right. Just move along. All right. Move along. It's all good. All right.
0: Show's over. Thanks for coming. Uh, <laughs> so you know what? I heard of this. Uh, I was away this weekend and didn't see this game, and we everybody started you know started popping up on the device and such. So everybody started talking about blah 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 blah. And oh my goodness, as as the weekend progressed, we heard more and more about this story. We actually came home last night and watched. Him the last portion of this game over again, even though we knew the outcome. That's how much this has seemed to have impacted people. Because,
1: uh, look, I've argued for a long time and uh, done it a number of times that one of the things that should happen in the Olympics is that in every Olympics, there should be a Joe Schmo in every event. Because if you, it's really hard to tell how fast Usain Bolt is running when all the guys running with him <laughs> are as fast as he is. It's so put the like, average citizen out there to get his clock cleaned. Get Josh Marcola to line up there, there, you and go. he finishes at the fifty when Usain Bolt is finished, and you go, wow. Or against Michael Phelps, throw someone in there to swim with him. Yeah. And so I've always said the context would allow you to see how great the athletes are, and then this guy goes into net for Carolina and completely screws up my theory or proves that the Leafs are perhaps the most embarrassing team in the history of hockey because this guy should have been torched. You yeah. should, you cannot have no.
0: Well, even he said he thought he, he would get more shots. He thought he'd just be peppered till they go in. Cause he was good on the first. It's the rebounds where he was a little
1: slow. Well, here, here's the thing is, I mean, his story is, um, we keep hearing that he was a junior B goalie and blah, blah, blah. He played a few games of junior B hockey. Mm-hmm. Like the guy, it's not even like he's got a long tracker. And then he played in the senior A league, and his which is the Dundas Real McCoys and the Hamilton Steelhawks. Yeah. Uh, that league. And in his last five games, for in, in the league in the year that he played in that in 2014, I think he was zero eight with a goals against average over eight. Like he was horrible. And so the Dundas-Real McCoys can put in 11 goals or 14 goals on them, and the Toronto Maple Leafs, with their 90-whatever-million-dollar payroll, can't do it. I mean, Scott, here's the thing. I have watched Maple Leafs hockey since I was a kid, so early 70s. I saw most of the Harold Ballard era. I, I would argue that there have been worse losses, more painful losses. Hmm. There has never been a more humiliating loss in the history of the Maple Leafs franchise, at yeah. least in the last 50 years. They're just, you, can't, you can't find a situation where you had a group of players who had a guaranteed win night and showed so little interest in playing. Hmm. It, was, it, was, it was absolutely humiliating, and if you went on social media, Leaf fans... You know, there are points for every struggling franchise, and I mean, the Leafs have been struggling now for 50 years, but the Chicago Cubs for a long time and the Boston Red Sox and, and others, there are franchises that, you know, you, you're torturing your fans at times. Mm-hmm. This was absolute torture. Yeah. This was an absolute yeah. moment of torture.
0: Well, when all the fans seem to cheer as soon as he makes a great save, and then at the end of the game when he gets the first star, my goodness, that was
1: it was incredible. It's a terrific story. If it was, if there weren't so many Leaf fans around, who, as I yeah. say, were still smarting from this, because they are the Leafs are the laughing stock of not just hockey but of sports. I mean, the guy's been on the Today Show. He's been on ESPN. He's been on every single network it seems. And who is the brunt of the brunt of the jokes? Who's the butt of the joke in every one of these? It's the Leafs that couldn't score on a Zamboni driver. And the best part—I love this part—they they keep pointing out that he was the. Zamboni driver of their AHL team. Like, he's not even a foley. He's not even yeah. a perfect full, his Zamboni driving. Is That's right. Completely. He's not so, even a pro.
0: You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML.
1: It's just an absolutely mortifying, humiliating thing. And where this really is going to become interesting is last Tuesday, the Leafs got shelled. They played a horrible game, and they got humiliated by the Pittsburgh Penguins and everybody was down on it, and they came back on Thursday and played probably their best game of the year. And then follow that one up with their worst game in club history, probably. Well, I don't know how you bounce back from this. I don't. I mean, there's perhaps they turn around, and this is rock bottom, and they're so humiliated now that they just commit themselves somehow to be some team that I don't think they really can be. But I don't think that's the case. I think this is one that you are they are going to be hearing about this game Nonstop. On the other hand, guy. what
0: what does this do for the momentum of Carolina? Because obviously sure. they've got a they've got a large lead in this game, but and you could tell in between the second and third periods that obviously, hey, we got to regroup here, we got to focus, we've got a weak link here, we have to make sure we come back and help, and that's what they they completely dominated. And you have to yeah. think how that helps their momentum moving forward. That even though they're down and out, they can still come back and get a win.
1: So the question becomes, if you can be Carolina and see your what you need to do and dig in and play that kind of game, and full marks to them because they played exceptionally well in the third period, how come the Leafs couldn't find that kind of intestinal fortitude? And that's the knock against them all the time, that you've got a soft team that folds when there's any kind of difficulty, when there's any kind of tough times, the Leafs fold, and they don't look like they have the kind of, fire that you need for a team that's going to be competitive. I mean there was a, there was a shot in that game in the third period where Sheldon Keith the coach is I don't know if the word is berating but certainly trying to point out to these guys that they are being humiliated mm. and only Zach Hyman is even looking at the coach yeah. and looking like he's paying attention. The rest of the guys are just sort of staring. Yeah. And it's, okay, you are being humiliated coast to coast on national television, on Hockey Night in Canada on Saturday night, and you can't find some kind of fire. And and beyond all that That's more than any coach would ever give you. How many millions of dollars? If you were being paid the kind of money that they are, even if you're not having a good day, I'd like to think you'd say the very least I'm going to do is have the best effort I could possibly have every single day. My show may not be the best show every single day, mm-hmm. but they're never going to say that I'm not given a full effort.
0: Yeah.
1: But here, you've got guys making so much money. There yeah. just isn't the maturity nothing. there. Yeah, yeah. You're seeing nothing. What would
0: this goalie have received for that appearance? Is there a flat rate if you go? I mean, obviously, they're going to fly him down to Carolina yeah. uh, for the game on Tuesday, I believe it is. Uh, and then, you know, I, I'm sure a big uh, to-do will be made of him, and, and, which I'm is sure. great. But, yeah, I mean, would
1: he get anything for that? I heard, and there's some, there's some confusion, but I've heard that he gets $500 and gets to keep his game warm sweater.
0: Well, at least um, they should give him a jersey, of course. Come on. Well, you, you would think. And, and, it even yeah, had his name it.
1: on the back. Well, they, they were putting that one on in the intermission, or or just yeah. sort of in the second period before he came on. Look, it, somebody else suggested that that team should have passed around the hat in the dressing room, and each of the guys put in five hundred or 1, that's, that's a thousand bucks. It was no idea. sweat off their back. Yeah. Um, look, it, it's a terrific story. It truly is. I mean, you go, you look at movies like. You ever seen the movie, the baseball movie with some um, uh, oh, what's his name now? Um, Randy, not Randy Quaid, the other Quaid, Dennis Quaid, yeah. called The Rookie. Mm. It was a Disney movie about the, the rookie, the pitcher, the 40-year-old mm-hmm. pitcher who made it to the majors for Tampa. Um, not much different than this. And, I mean, slightly different circumstance. But you could look at this and go, you know, there, there absolutely is the outline of a movie in this thing. If someone were to decide to, to make one of it, I don't know if that'll happen. I don't know, you know, what will come of this. But here's the thing. If you're a Leaf fan, I'll assure you one thing. You're not, going to be let, you're not going to be allowed to forget about this until the day you die. This is a story. This is a game that immediately became legendary. And for everybody that hates the Leafs, if you have friends who are not Leaf fans, they will remind you oh, of yeah. this forever. <laughs> Anything that ever happens to another team, they will just turn around and say, "But at least we didn't lose to a forty-two-year-old minor league Zamboni driver."
0: Why? What was the significance of the ninety on his jersey?
1: Uh, no idea. Oh, yeah, I think I it was, was just, just whatever number they could think of that yeah. wasn't in use already. Uh, maybe that's how many goals they thought he was going to give in. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, and, and the other beauty of this, which makes this so awkward, is that the next day he was at practice again with the Leafs.
0: Yikes! And
1: you're thinking. Like, what, what? I think it's brilliant by the Leafs to put him back on the edge because yeah. it's absolutely humiliating to their own players and yeah. a reminder. Maybe if you can't find anything else, maybe that's motivation. <laughs> like, look at Good this point. guy, this tubby little 42-year-old guy. And I don't want to insult him too much because he sounds like he's a great guy. But this you're not exactly the prime physical no, specimen no, no. athlete that you are. And he... Humiliated you. Yeah, I agree. Scott Radley. He's got the legend. That's it. Scott
0: Radley's been with us, host of the Scott Radley Show, sports columnist with your Hamilton Spectator. I'm sure he'll have more on this tonight.
1: The Scott Thompson
0: Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900-CHML.